Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 106, Mr. Girly Man. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 13 from James Warden. It also marks a move to my third tape of saved messages. And I believe at some point on this tape, we will shift from the summer to the fall of 1989. But I am pretty sure this message still comes from the summer. The message is 25 seconds long. Let's listen. Hey, Mr. Girly Man, it's James. Hey, Dreamers has 50 cents beers tonight on draft, and I guess that means we can get some Becks for 50 cents if, if you want to go. Uh, uh, so give me a call when you get back, and uh, if you still want to go to Jewel or whatever. Well, why don't we go to Jewel tomorrow, as a matter of fact, but if you do still want to go tonight, whatever, just give me a call back. I am not sure why James calls me Mr. Girly Man, although I did have hair down to my shoulders at the time, and I remember sometimes kids would walk past me with their parents and ask, is that a boy or a girl? The phrase girly man was made popular by the recurring Saturday Night Live sketch, Pumping Up with Hans and Franz. First appearing in 1987, Kevin Nealon and Dana Carvey play Austrian bodybuilders who worship their cousin Arnold Schwarzenegger and refer to pathetic losers who lack their muscular build as girly men. In her 2018 dissertation on television masculinity, Bridget Keyes argues that this sketch reflected the anxiety men felt about their declining political and cultural power in the 1980s. On the one hand, it clearly mocks the desire of men to achieve the hyper-masculine ideals of bodybuilders. On the other hand, when Arnold Schwarzenegger appears as a guest on the show, the sketch simply mocks the Hans and Franz characters, who clearly use padding for fake muscles, and celebrates the real muscles of Arnold flexing his pecs and biceps before a cheering audience. Any potential critical meaning of the sketch was further lost when Schwarzenegger and other Republicans began applying the term girly man to political opponents. The SNL sketch hit close to home for me because as a teenager, I was self-conscious about my skinny body. This adolescent insecurity made me captivated by an ad for the Charles Atlas bodybuilding program frequently found in the back of comic books. The ad contained a comic strip depicting a scrawny guy getting sand kicked in his face as his girlfriend watches on. When he complains, a bully tells him, Listen here! I'd smash your face, only you're so skinny, you might dry up and blow away. The weakling goes home and orders the Atlas program. 
Soon he returns to the beach with massive muscles just to punch the bully in the jaw, at which point his girlfriend declares, Oh, Mac, you are a real man. After seeing the ad many times, I finally sent in my check for $30. A couple weeks later, an envelope arrived with lesson number one. Approximately 10 pages of Atlas demonstrating various exercises I was supposed to perform completely nude in front of a mirror. The workout required no equipment, but instead relied on dynamic tension. For example, clasping hands and then curling up the right arm while pressing down with the left. After receiving the second lesson, I decided it was not working and wrote a letter requesting my money back. I tried other schemes to bulk up in my teen years, including protein shakes, a chest expander, and even a weight set, but I never became the husky man of my dreams. Returning to the message, it's a mystery why James and I would have plans to visit Jewel. Jewel was a large supermarket chain in Chicago, so perhaps we intended to pick up some groceries or cheap beer. But if Club Dreamers had 50 cent backs on draft, then we certainly wouldn't need beer from Jewel, so we probably skipped the supermarket and went straight to the club. Okay, that's it for this week. If you would like to participate in this podcast or have comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.